Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, February 11th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Sprint shares surged on Monday on the news that the long-awaited Sprint T-Mobile deal is expected to finally go through. Donald Trump is proposing big U.S. spending cuts while holding on to the 2017 tax cuts in his latest budget, and the woman widely seen as the next leader of Germany is standing down. Plus, nearly half of the American population was affected by the 2017 Equifax data breach. The FT's Kadam Schubber will explain why the U.S. is blaming China. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. A federal judge is set to approve T-Mobile's $59 billion takeover of U.S. rival Sprint. That's according to people briefed on the ruling. Legal representatives for each company were told yesterday about the general direction of the judge's ruling, but the full details, if there were any conditions on the approval, were unclear. T-Mobile's acquisition of Sprint attracted scrutiny after it was announced in spring 2018. A group of Democratic states said that consumers could see lower quality service and higher prices if Sprint leaves the market. The ruling will be handed down today, but there could be some renegotiation of the financial terms of the deal. News of the judge's decision sent shares in Sprint surging nearly 70% in after-hours trading on Monday to more than $8 each. Donald Trump has a spending plan that is starkly different from the Democrats' vision. The White House released a $4.8 trillion budget proposal yesterday. In it, the president plans to make key cuts to the country's social safety net all while holding on to the sweeping tax cuts from 2017. Several leading Democratic presidential candidates have, on the other hand, explicitly called for adding a wealth tax in order to pay for government programs. Meanwhile, Mr. Trump's budget cuts would come in the form of lowering spending on Medicaid, as well as less funding for disability benefits and student loans. But not everything is on the chopping block. The president would like to increase spending on infrastructure, paid parental leave, and nuclear weapon systems to counter threats from China and Russia. In the budget, the Trump administration is forecasting economic growth of 3.1 percent this year. It's much higher than economists on Wall Street, the Federal Reserve, and the IMF expect. They all predict a rate closer to 2 percent. And although the president campaigned on reining in the national debt, the budget deficit has actually increased since he entered office in 2017. The fiscal gap is estimated to be $1.1 trillion this year. And now a look at why the political future of Europe's largest economy is seeming a little murkier. Yesterday, the leader of Germany's Christian Democratic Union Party, Annegret Kramp-Karrenbauer, said she would stand down as leader of the CDU, and that she wouldn't run for chancellor in the next election. AKK, as she's called, was long seen as a shoo-in to replace Angela Merkel as chancellor. Now the race is open for Germany's next leader. An election is due by September 2021. The FT's Berlin bureau chief, Guy Chazan, has more. There have been growing doubts about her suitability for the job of chancellor. Really just the question was, was she up to it? She committed a series of gaffes. And she was considered sort of quite accident-prone And many of her critics just didn't think that she really had the stature to succeed as chancellor. It was reported very widely in Berlin that even Ms. Merkel was having her doubts as to whether AKK was chancellor material. 
So, Guy, what can we expect next for Germany? The fact that AKK is now standing down, the question is now arising again, who will be the party leader and who will be the CDU's next candidate for chancellor? So that's going to lead to a lot of instability in Europe, because in many ways, nothing really gets done in Europe unless Germany sort of dives in there and gets involved. And its ability to do so will be limited when it's just so unclear who is going to lead the country in even a few months' time. And here's a story you should know more about. When you think of Equifax, the consumer credit agency, two of the first words that might come to mind are data breach. Equifax was hacked in 2017, which led to almost 150 million Americans having their personal and financial information compromised. That's almost half the population of the United States. Subsequently, you know, there were lawsuits. That's the FT's Kadam Schuber. Executives were hauled before Congress. The leadership at the company changed. Multiple federal investigations, including investigations into insider trading by some Equifax employees who had learned of the breach before it was public. And generally, a lot of criticism that you know, this breach was allowed to happen. Then, yesterday, U.S. officials accused four individuals of their alleged role in the hacking. And it complicates the United States' relationship with China even further. Kadam has more. The U.S. has now attributed the hack to China. They indicted four Chinese military officers with being behind the attack. You know, last year, Equifax did have a settlement with you know, federal and state agencies and also private plaintiffs. That was an $800 million settlement. But now we have an alleged culprit for the hack. And according to the Department of Justice, the attack on Equifax was part of what the U.S. views as an ongoing campaign of hacking and espionage by China against U.S. intellectual property technologies and other data. And so this is kind of the exact thing that the U.S. is talking about when it talks to foreign allies and it talks to its own companies about the capability of Chinese spying in technology. So, Kadam, how does this play into the larger relationship between the U.S. technology and China? Well, the U.S. tries to make an argument about why alleged Chinese hacking is different to the sorts of spycraft and information gathering that all countries do. The argument that U.S. officials make is, yes, all countries try to gather data about their adversaries, even about their allies. But what all countries do not do is attack private entities and steal data and intellectual property on a mass scale, which is what the U.S. accuses China of doing regularly and what the Chinese army is accused of doing in this case. So the U.S. would say, yes, we collect data. No, we do not massively breach credit consumer agencies. How could this play out? What could we see next? Well, the thing about these sorts of indictments is that there really is very little chance that any of the four defendants in this case will ever come before a U.S. court. Certainly now that they've been publicly indicted, these folks would likely not travel to countries where they might be arrested and extradited to the U.S. So in terms of the case progressing, there isn't much there. And also, you know, for Equifax itself, it settled the you know investigations and lawsuits that it faced last year. The more important thing is that this is part of what the U.S. is trying to do to combat 
what it sees as sort of aggressive hacking and economic espionage by China, the hope of U.S. officials that by drawing attention to China's alleged activities, by criminally indicting those alleged activities, that it could make the case, including to its allies, that China is engaged in malign behavior and that both private companies here and also U.S. allies should behave accordingly. And that includes when it comes to questions about 5G infrastructure. The more the U.S. can make the case that China is not behaving like a responsible you know, nation state on the world stage, the more it can persuade private companies persuade U.S. allies not to do certain types of business with China and Chinese companies. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, we'll be keeping an eye on the second vote in the race for the Democratic presidential nominee, the New Hampshire primary. The latest polls show Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders leading. The contest will be watched with an especially close eye given the technical difficulties at the Iowa caucuses last week. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.